everyone, this is Ivan and welcome to She Reads Again. Hi everyone, it has been a while, yes? And if you have been subscribed for quite a while, I would like to say welcome back. And for new subscribers, I would like to say welcome to the podcast. I hope everyone is doing okay during these quarantine times. You know, everybody's being able to think positive, to stay indoors, and just follow social distancing protocols. And so for this episode, I thought I would share with you the books that I read from the first quarter of the year, which is from January to March. Just a little disclaimer, there is a big chance that there will be spoilers in this episode, so if you don't want any spoilers, there will be a list of books mentioned in this episode in the blog post that accompanies this episode, and so if you want to read that first, go right ahead. If not, then if you're okay with spoilers, then go right ahead. And so I read nine books in total. And the very first one is The Library of Lost and Found by Phaedra Patrick. So this was actually the January book of the month pick of the library that I attend. We usually meet once a month on Thursdays. And how it goes is that our main library, which is the Saskatoon Public Library, it has different branches, and the branch that I go to has Phaedra Patrick's book as her January pick. So in the Library of Lost and Found, we follow Martha Storm, and we kind of see a little bit of her personality in the beginning. Like, she's a librarian, and she has a massive... I feel like it's a massive to-do list, because I don't think her to-do list ever ends, really. Like, you know, like, she has that big to-do list to kind of help her stay in focus on all the things that she needed to do. And she finds it hard to say no to other people. And then one day, she finds a book of fairy tales addressed to her from her grandmother. But the weird part is, the date and the dedication in the book does not match up with the date of her grandmother's death. And so she then starts following little clues that she founds in the book, which willed her to set out and pretty much find out the truth about her grandmother's death and her own identity. I enjoyed reading the book. I had a great time kind of just sort of following Martha onto her little quest to find out the truth. But I guess my only problem, I feel like problem is such a strong word, but my, my only issue is that it kind of went on pretty slow. The way the chapters are arranged in this book is there will be a chapter where it is set in the present and then the next one will be set in the past. Like it's not always alternating. Sometimes it's present, present, and then past. But through those flashbacks, you will kind of piece together what this quote-unquote mystery is that Martha is trying to figure out. And then by the time you've figured that out, you're just trying to wait and see how she will find out. I hope that made sense. <laughs> but yeah, overall, it's a good read. It's, it's great for the summertime because for me, during the summer, I feel like I don't read as much. I would rather read 
fluffy, soft mystery kind of books because I don't have the time in the summer. It, I'm too busy during the summer to actually sit down and read. The next book that I read is The Day You Begin by Jacqueline Woodson. And I picked this up for the 2020 Reading Women Challenge, which is held over the Reading Women podcast. It's a children's picture book. I borrowed it from the library specifically for my daughter because I've heard such good things about it. It pretty much celebrates the differences of each and every one of us in a tone that children can understand. And it shows us that being different is okay. And that bravery also means embracing these differences as we go out into the world. The third book from this list is also another book that I read for the Reading Women Challenge. And it is Thick and Other Essays by Tressie McMillan Cottom. And as the title of the book suggests, it is a collection of essays. They are all amazingly written, and it highlights um, what the society gets right and wrong about a whole lot of things. <laughs> Here, um, how about I read you part of the Goodreads description of the book. It says, This bold compendium likely to find its place on shelves alongside Lindy West, Rebecca Solnit, and Maggie Nelson dissects everything from beauty to Obama to pumpkin spice lattes. Yet Thick will also fill a void on those very shelves, a modern black American female voice waxing poetic on self and society, serving up a healthy portion of clever prose and southern aphorisms in a style uniquely her own. Yep, that pretty much sums it up. I don't think I'll be able to describe Thick much better than that. The next book on this list is Goldie Vance, Volume 1. And so this is a mystery comics by Hope Larson, and it stars Goldie Vance, and it's set in Florida, and she works at a hotel that her father manages. Now, she has a friend who is a detective, and something happens where he can't figure out who did it, and so she is pretty much trying to extend her super sleuth skills to help him find... The bad guy? I don't think they're the bad guys. It was entertaining. I mean, I couldn't put it down. And I'm so excited to start reading volume 2 as soon as I find it in our library catalog. <laughs> the next book that I read is a graphic memoir by Alison Bechtel. And it's Fun Home. And it covers everything from her father's death slash suicide. We, we don't really know. Her sexuality and her parents' relationship with each other and with the kids. And so I heard about this book through the Librarian is In podcast. It was recommended in an episode and I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. I would like to read it. And I did. And I guess, I guess it just wasn't for me. I just didn't get the kind of satisfaction that I was expecting. But I went through Goodreads and I saw a lot of good reviews. So yeah, it, it is a pretty good read. It's just for me, I just didn't get what I was expecting out of it. The next book that I have is Shout by Laurie Halls Anderson. Now, I haven't read Speak, so I'm wondering if that affected my reception of this book. It's a book of poetry written in free verse, and it's pretty much a memoir. It's got her stories and stories of other people, some of it with reference to the Me Too and Time's Up movement. The next one I have for you is probably my favorite in this list of books, and it's Binti 
by Neri Okorafor. I hope I said that correctly. And so it follows Binti, which is the first of her tribe to go to Umza University, which is the most prestigious school in the galaxy. And then on her way to the university, the ship that she was on got attacked by the Meduse, which I googled what the Meduse looks like, and it just gave me back like a, a lot of pictures of jellyfish. So I'm going to assume that the Meduse looks like a jellyfish or is a jellyfish-like creature. Anyways, so the Meduse, they killed everyone in the ship except for Binti and the pilot. And then we find out that the Meduse wanted to go to the university because the university had something off the Meduse. And so in order to survive, Binti did what she thought would keep her alive, which is pretty much offer herself to be the spokesperson for the Meduse. I'm not going to lie, it took me a while to get into this book, but then once it started going, I was just like, holy man, this is great. So the next book that I have for you is The Nickel Boys by Colson Whitehead. Now this story revolves around the Nickel School, which is based on a reform school that was in operation for more than a hundred years. And so what Colson Whitehead did is he told the story of the school by telling the story of the students. And so in The Nickel Boys, we follow this one guy, and his name is Elwood, and he was presented to us in three different ways. We have a pre-Nickel Elwood, and then the Nickel Elwood, and then we have the post-Nickel Elwood. And so I won't talk too much about The Nickel Boys because I did do a blog post for this book, and I will link that in the description of this episode. So please feel free to go and check that out. And so the next book that I have for you is The A to Z of Wonder Woman by Yvonne Lin. And the main reason I borrowed this is because it's an alphabet book. But instead of the regular A is for apple, B is for bird, it's A is for and then a person's name. So it pretty much has the names of strong, independent, brave, and smart women alphabetically. And I read this to my two-year-old a lot of the times. And so there you have it. Those are all the books that I've read during the first few months of the beginning of the year. If you have any recommendations, please let me know because I'm always, always looking for, for great books. And also, before I end this podcast, I would like to let you know that I bought She Reads Again its own domain. So all you have to do is type in shereadsagain.com and it will bring you to the blog homepage. And on the menu bar, you will see the word podcast. If you click on that, it'll give you all of the podcast episodes. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on a podcast platform of your choice. You can also message and follow me through Instagram at SheReadsAgain. All of the books that are mentioned in this episode and all other important links will be listed in the blog post for this episode. Once again, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye!